You're listening to another edition of Absolutely Nothing Going On. It's your host here, Rich, a.k.a. Borlord. If you enjoy the show today, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, or review. You can catch me outside on Instagram at Richardometry, on Twitter at Richardography, and steady every day at angopodcast at gmail.com. Music for this segment produced by Tiktones.com. Thanks for listening. Are you ready for what comes next? Let's start the show. Hey there. It's your boy Rich, aka Boar Lord, and I got absolutely nothing going on. <laughs> Finally. Um it's been a long time. It's been a long time since uh since I got an episode up. Not that I haven't tr- been trying to. Uh, I've actually had a few sit downs with Pops and Manny, which um, <laughs> uh, good and bad. A couple were, you know, they're they're pretty good, but uh, a lot of it's slow, you know, because I don't, ha- I haven't had time to do any sort of show prep, so we just kind of chat, we just talk, and um, and it's cool. I'll, I'll, um, maybe I'll be able to get some of that up. It's just, most of it is, you know, at least an hour or two long, which, uh, to keep the flow because it's not, it's just a chat. (laughs) It's like a fucking Joe Rogan experience. So yeah. So either I do some heavy editing, knock it down or keep the flow and it's like two hours long. So you guys tell me, you tell me because literally I've been asking since day one for any help, not even help. Just tell me what you think of the show. Um, what kind of shows you like? Tell me some podcasts that you like. Um, I'm just trying to get a format down. I'm just trying to get you know, a direction to head in. So far, you've noticed I've thrown out a ton, a ton of different segments, you know, ideas, things. But uh, as of yet, you know, I have shows that have more listens than others, but I have no clue what about those uh, people like or didn't like. So if you could just, uh, like I said in the intro, drop me a little, hey, how'd he do? And, um, and let me know what you think of the show. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. Um, you know, you don't even have to let me know what you don't like. I don't care. Just say anything. Say anything at all. <laughs> I'm trying to make this uh, a two-way thing. You know, I get to I get to uh, figure out how to do uh, at least halfway do a podcast, and you guys get to be heard. You guys get to contribute to a podcast. How much is there? You know, is there anything cooler than that? Contributing to something. It's like being a writer. I don't know. Writers are underrated. That's, you know, shows shows can be directed and produced, but um, 
but writers, that's where the uh, that's where the gold is. That's where the framework for everything happens, you know. And um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just got home from work, and it was a particularly strenuous day, and I'm kind of bombed, <laughs> just bombed out, stone cold sober. But uh, but yeah, so. All I'm saying is, just holler at me. Let me know anything. Say anything. I don't care if it's a review of the show, what you like, what you don't like. Just let me know that uh, you're listening to this and or say it as something that you like. Let's talk about you. What are you up to? I got nothing going on. What do you got going on? <laughs> oh... I call this show absolutely nothing going on because I want it to be a break from all the bullshit that's going on right now. You know, I try and and be uh, politically neutral. I try and um, just do, you know, talk about anything else because there's so many other things going on in the world. I just want you guys to have uh, something you can listen to that uh, that's a break from all those things. You know, every, uh, every fucking show or whatever that I hear, it's always got to have include regular news and politics and, and all of those things. And, you know, I'm trying to keep a safe space for you guys. I'm trying to keep a area where you can just come and listen to something, listen to me or, you know, me and some other folks just bullshitting and not have to take any of it seriously or think too critically about it. Um, yeah. So you got ideas, you got something to say, throw it at me. I really, I really don't care. You're not, you can't offend me. You can't, you know, upset me, just say, say whatever you're going to say. And, uh, and we can go from there. But, you know, at this point (laughs) I try to do, I've had, I've had a heck of a time with this because, uh, like I say, I've had these, uh, this different audio and, uh, and I've tried to, I've listened back to most all of it. And uh, I just try to get a time to sit down and edit or review, see if what I can do with the conversations and, and nothing. I got, I got, I got nothing. (laughs) I'm, I'm either at work or I'm asleep or I'm holding a baby or I'm helping someone with something. Um, you know, I'm trying not to just not spend any time with my family at all. If I did that, probably could have a bit more time to talk to you. But since, you know, I do a couple of things, just a couple of things with my family. And all the time's gone. All of it. <laughs> 
I mean, I've got an hour here, an hour there, whatever. I don't know. It just, uh, the script flipped before and it's totally flipped back. Um, I can't seem to get into anything. You know, baby goes to sleep around 10, 1030. She sleeps all night, which is awesome. But it's 1030. And then by time I can get things put up and, and, uh, and relax for just a second, then it's already like one one o'clock in the morning. I'm just exhausted, you know? I'm sure you guys feel this. Everybody's got to work. Everybody got to, you know, everybody people. (laughs) Everybody know how it goes. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, what's going on with you, man? I really, I really would like to know. I wish that, uh, I wish that you could just holler at me right now. And, uh, we could go from there, but until that happens, um, yeah. So I had a little setback with the Reeboks the other day. The pumps, the slip-ons, are awesome. I've been wearing them everywhere. They're they're the bottom of them is like carbon fiber footbed and all this, so they're a little bit kind of flat. You know, not not flat, but like they f- they don't flex. Like the whole bottom of them doesn't flex. Uh, only like the toe area. So when you're walking, you kind of clop, 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 you know, along, uh, at first I'm getting more used to it now. It's a little more natural, but, uh, they have big loops, one on the tongue, one right by the heel. And, uh, they're meant to pull the shoe on cause it's a slip on. There's no laces. And, uh, the other day I went to pull them on and, and, uh, just pop, just whoosh, you know, the, the loop on the back, um, the the loose part of it, the, it's stitched down the heel, but it loops over, and the part that connects back, the end of the loop, I don't know if it's just glued in or, or what, but it should have been stitched, and it just, um, yeah, there we go, there's the fucking AC. <laughs> Uh, I try, I, you know, I try to keep it quiet for you guys. I try to keep background noise, uh, out. I know that a lot of these chats were out on the porch. So you get a lot of cricket sounds at night, which is generally when we're out there doing this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the strap on the heel pop loose. And so I'm going to see if I can, I'm going to try and re-glue it and then, uh, take it to work as we have like an industrial, sewing machine there and see if we can't get a get um, the guy that does the sewing to uh, put a few stitches in that for me I know it kind of sucks you know you spend a good bit of money on some shoes but the shoe itself is not the problem it's just this you know one small defect the shoes are beautiful I love them I you know uh, at first they took a little adjusting 
two, but I think they wore in pretty quickly. And now, uh, now I can literally wear them all day. They're like wearing a sock with a with a hard sole on it. And uh, yeah, there are days where I'll come home and I won't even take them off when I get home. I'll just keep wearing them until uh, one night I wore them. You know, I woke up, put them on at 7 a.m. and wore them until like midnight that night. You know, got home from work, was doing other things, went back out, uh, came back home, did some other things, and I didn't take them off until I, I was ready to go to bed. If that tells you anything, they're great shoes, Reeboks, some pumps, slip-ons. Pretty good. I I, uh, I think they're pretty good. But anyway, I digress. Uh, yeah, we're here in the uh, Gay Rage Studios. I'm just trying to think of anything to talk about, guys, because apparently when I try and plan uh, or, or, or work towards that, Nothing happens because I spend a ton of time trying to plan something and think something out. And, uh, and yeah, I get fucked. <laughs> hey, I, uh, that's the only time that I had. So I'm going to go, got to get back to the roots of absolutely nothing going on, which is me just sitting here lonely, like a dumbass, talking about absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> I tried, uh, Manny came over two nights ago, Sunday night. We made, uh, we did a pretty good, I mean, probably almost three hours. It was rolling. And, uh, when I say almost, what I mean by that is, uh, I had actually tried to do a little bit of prep. I had, uh, I had some information on a guy, uh, a thing that I wanted to talk about. And uh, had had some names, some facts lined up, and uh, we got we got uh, we started bullshitting. First part of it was actually pretty good, just uh, checking the mics and then chatting for a while. Uh, I went in a couple times to make drinks, and uh, we just you know it was just real intimate time. We were joking and, and carrying on. It was super funny and and fun and would have been great if that was like the show that I was trying to do. Um, but then once we actually got, you know, an hour and thirty minutes into rolling, uh, decided to go ahead and do introductions and start start the show as I had planned it. Not planned, but loosely. And somewhere in that time, shortly after I did the after we did the introductions and started talking, my uh, my audio recorder cut off. <laughs> Not you know, plenty of battery, plenty of plenty of memory everything it just stopped and i'm at the point right now where i don't have any backups you know i'm not recording it to two sources at once blah 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 because it doesn't normally fail and i know that's like the thing that's why you have a backup that's why you do what you can but 
but what, all I can do is uh, record it onto my my phone at the moment. And uh, and yeah, so it just somewhere after we actually started what was planned. I don't know how long because we were talking, you know, carrying on for a while, and uh, I check on it periodically, but I hadn't checked on it, and I don't know how much time I lost. You know, it could have been ten minutes. It could have been. Uh, it could have been a fucking almost an hour. I don't, I don't know, but I hadn't checked on it in a while. I was like, oh, I need to check on it. And I looked at it and of course it had shut off some sort of failure. Uh, so I restarted it, but by that point, I mean, we're, we're, uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes, you know, 15 minutes away from wrapping it up. So <laughs> good job. Good job there. I'm giving a thumbs up. I know you can't see it, but I'm giving a thumbs up. Real great job there. Got, you know, finally threw some planning into it and we're going to have a real actual conversation on a specific topic and pff, gone. Just gone. Fail. Failure. Seems to be a good uh a good theme in my uh in my life right now is just uh doing everything that you possibly can and getting right down to it and failure <laughs> getting right down to the the build up of everything that you've been trying to do and rug right out from under I find myself uh, a lot of days just asking the question, why do I bother? What the fuck? You know, like, why? Why even try? Why even try? Seems like when I don't try to do anything, things just kind of happen. You know, they, they, uh, I won't say work out. I mean, nothing happens real fast, you know, or intentionally. So that's kind of a shitty trade-off. But when I don't try, things just kind of happen sometimes, you know. But when I'm actually trying for something, it's just one fucking disastrous disappointment after another. And in multiple fields, not even the same direction, you know. I was uh, talking about it with my wife. We were reviewing uh, this month is one year since we purchased a motorhome that was intended to do a couple of, you know, uh, quick change-ups and, uh, you know, just freshen it up and all that sort of thing and live in it. But a uh, just, just changing a couple of things, tearing out the old carpet and anything soft and nasty. It's an older motorhome. Good bones runs great. It's uh, it's, it's uh, not falling apart by any standard, but uh, a couple of minor things turned into a complete renovation, <laughs> as can often happen. And uh, and yeah, so we're we were probably, I would say, over the hump. There's less things, definitely way less things to do now than there was when we started. Um, we're more than halfway done with it. But there still are a few uh, pretty big items to finish. 
And uh, not that it's not livable. It's got water, um, hot water. When I we stayed in it while we were driving over from Texas, it took about a week and a half, and and just stayed in a few places and camp, not camp, but you know RV parks. And uh, and yeah, it was just fine. It uh, was actually kind of nice. We didn't have a kitchen. That's what uh, we're kind of slowly working on right now but uh but yeah so we bought this motorhome and then uh and then decided that we were going to stay in it in texas for a little bit and then of course uh big big day the big day that i had you know a bunch of people over i think it was uh i think it might have been labor day which was september so may june july august september four months in we're four months into it. Had a bunch of people over for a kind of a barbecue and and uh, work on a few of the the big things that I was trying to do at once that I needed more than two pairs of hands, more than four hands, four. And uh, it was pretty good. It was you know it was a handful of uh, people there, and we were working away. And uh, and of course my my wife, very pregnant wife, and my mother out running errands and that's why my mother broke her arm and uh (laughs) that day emergency room admitted to the hospital didn't even come home from running errands so uh so yeah so that kicked off the whole cancer thing and and um with cancer of course you never know how it's gonna go and I said to myself I, I would really regret it if I didn't you know, if something happened and I wasn't here, um, you know, and we just we were waiting on the baby. Uh, I mean, I, we just had the baby. The baby came while my mother was in the hospital. We actually came home a few days. I, I'm sure I've told this story before. But uh, I'm talking about the motorhome as a point of, of reference. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so... I knew I'd regret it if I didn't come back to Florida because they made the decision to do the care. They were thinking about staying out in Texas. That would have been even more of a total fucking nightmare, I think, than uh, than them coming back here to do it, which just made sense, you know. So we decided to, instead of making a, a small transmi- transition and, and working a few more months to to get everything going, uh, and then and then move into some of the place that we wanted to move, which we hadn't even really nailed that down yet. We had places that that we were looking at and uh, getting excited about about you know traveling out maybe a little further west from Texas and and uh, and then the you know bro- broken arm cancer, um, you know looming regret in your mind, <laughs> you know you. Uh, and of course, you know, move here to Florida, uh, going, you know, 500 steps backwards, you know, you're trying to go one step forward, you know, I, I would have taken a couple of inches, just a f- one foot scooted forwards, like an inch, um, if it wasn't a step, you know, I would have taken any movement of the foot, <laughs> uh, like lift up the fucking heel or something, you know, anything metaphorically speaking, of course. 
And uh, and no, no, we had to take five hundred thousand. What did I say, five thousand or five hundred thousand? I don't know. Either way, might as well have been five hundred thousand steps backwards. I think if you walked, it would definitely be more than five hundred thousand steps from here to to Austin. Or from, yeah. Either way, I don't know. Somebody with a pedometer, somebody that knows Forrest Gump, get him a pedometer. I don't know. I'm just bullshitting here. But in any case, so yes, we come here to Florida. It's a total softball, t-ball game. Not even a softball game. It's a fucking t-ball game. You know, sure, chemo's rough and all this shit, but nothing, nothing, you know, no issues at all. Now, actually, she's doing really, really great. She's, um, you know, she got plenty of color back. She's gained a little weight back. Um... clarity of uh, of thought and all that sort of stuff is coming back her arms doing better she's been able to to really dig in more to physical therapy which she's still you know pussy about it my mother has never been known for her uh pushing the envelope she always likes to play it safe and oh it hurts you know it's supposed to hurt you gotta you gotta push it you know if you broke your arm you're going to have to do a little bit of work to get it to, uh, you know, back to at least uh, 90% of what you had before you broke it, you know. Or otherwise, your arms is going to be a stiff thing down at your side and you're going to move your elbow like a fucking T-Rex. You're just going to have your, you won't even be able to rotate your arm out. you just be able to claw at things with one arm, you know, bend at the elbow. So, uh... So, yeah, so here we are. It's been about eight months. My wife was looking for a job. She find, she had gotten a job, but that was a nightmare. <laughs> uh, it caused way, way, way more hassle. It wasn't a nine-to-five. It was a festival farmer's market type of thing with tons of inventory and you know, we're staying at my folks' house. Just go ahead and think about that for a second. I don't know. You you might live at your folks' house. I don't know. But we're adults. We just had a baby. I know we were going to try and live in a motorhome. But that's like, that's the new hip fucking thing. I had, you know, as soon as I had that idea and told someone about it, you know, a few months later, there are like four or five people I know living in RVs. Uh, of course they did it smart. They just, you know, they, they didn't have like families and shit. They were just, most of them were just single people and they could just pick up some bag of shit. You know, if it was just me, if, if I was the only person living in it, I didn't have my wife and baby, new baby. Um, I wouldn't have probably done anything to that old motorhome. I would have put a blanket over the, the couch that was in there. I would have probably got a different mattress for the bed in the back and just said, fuck it, you know, lived in it. The toilet didn't even, you know, the water for the toilet didn't even work. You had to flush it with a bottle. It was the toilet that, that was bad. It wasn't the, anything else. But, um, but yeah, I would have fucking dealt with that, you know. But because uh, it's got to be a nicer, cleaner uh, place, for, especially for a baby. And if you want to live in it with your... You know, I came from a 27, 2800 square foot 
nicely updated, beautiful, you know, slate tile, black granite or quartz countertops, not the fake shit, the real shit, you know, it was a beautiful house that we were renting. And, um, and so, yeah, so it, it, uh, we wanted it to be nice. We just wanted it to be nice. Is that, you know, is that too much to ask, I guess? But in any case, uh, but yeah, now it's like a, a big thing. You know, this is, this was, uh, this was before you started seeing anything about, what is it, Bakersfield or Santa Monica and all those RVs that people are living in out there. And, and, you know, I'm not going to say that, um, that ours wasn't economically motivated. We didn't have to live in one though, that we, we were choosing to do that. But yeah, it's just been, uh, it's just dragged on and here we are over now, now, uh, well, not quite a year here in a few days, it'll be a year that we've had this thing still not finished, still not living in it. <laughs> My wife got a job. It was a disaster. I've got a job and it's uh it's a job I've done before making ski rope and ski rope, uh, handles and things like that. I've done that. I've worked at that company twice before when I was uh, more of a dumb kid. But now that I'm an adult and I'm living here with my parents, it's uh, it was uh, an easy gig to get back into. And they were paying more than they used to, which was nice. Always nice. Um, it's a hit coming from Texas. Uh, to, you know what you're getting paid out there, but but at the same time, uh, I'm living with my parents. <laughs> I don't have a thousand dollar a month uh, fucking rent. You know what I mean? That was our part, anyway. But yeah, so I mean, uh, come all the way out here, living with parents after you've already launched and lived almost a decade as a family in another part of the country, in your own house, houses. I mean, we moved around a lot, but still, it was our place, you know. We had our own place. We were doing our own life. We were doing our own things, and now we're stuck back here. It cost us pretty much all the money that we had saved to make the transition, um, our, our transition to realize our goal of transitioning to another town further west of Texas. We wanted mountains. I don't know. What do you guys like? You know, here I am going to throw it out again. If you're not a fucking pussy, get on your goddamn email or Snapchat or not Snapchat, Twitter or Instagram and hit me up and fucking tell me where you want to live. Tell me where you live. If you love it, let me know. But uh, I can't handhold you guys forever. You got to fucking step up grow a pair and holler at me, you know? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry for shitting on you guys there, but so yeah, so bring, bring it. That's pretty much bringing up to speed. We're here. Nothing happened with my mother. So that's kind of a fuck you. I mean, not, <laughs> not that you want anything to happen. I'm, I'm definitely very grateful that nothing did happen, but the fact that you know, you're fear, you know, you're thinking the worst, you're, you think 
the worst could happen. Anybody that's had a family member or lived through cancer, I'm sure could tell you all you can think is like, uh, you know, the worst case scenario could happen, uh, realistically. And you don't want to, you know, we didn't want to (laughs) move further away, uh, and and then, you know, have more things, you know, because you move to a different town or something, it's not just you, like you just plug in and boom, you're doing the same thing, you know, you're making the same amount of money or, you know, life's just normal like it was in the last town. You have reestablishing to do. I don't know if you've ever moved before, moved out of state, but like it takes, a, a even if you have jobs going into it before you get there, there is still two, three-year adjustment period totally to get, like, integrated into a new town. At least a year. I mean, it takes a year just to meet, you know, two people uh, and strike up a conversation, you know, a real conversation. Regardless, I'm just saying that that it's, it's, uh, it's not like you can just make that transition overnight. And, um, and yeah, so now we're here in Florida. We, um, we have a little bit more, a little bit money, a little bit of money that we're able to stack back up. (laughs) And, uh, it would have been nice to have this on top of what we had saved before, but, um, but yeah, all that's gone. Not to mention, oh my gosh, I didn't, I don't think I've ever told this story to you get to you. Um, but when we first started looking, this was about a pretty much, excuse me, a year ago, we first started looking for a motorhome and, uh, I, my beautiful leased vehicle, the 2016 Kia Sorento studios, uh, I got in two different accidents on the same fucking day in that car one sort of minor but i had to pay about four thousand dollars to get out of all that uh, for repairs and stuff because i i probably would have made an insurance claim maybe or something like that except for the fact that later that day have a larger more serious accident involving another vehicle uh a person that I didn't know the first one I knew the second one I didn't know. Um, so I knew that that was going to be the big, big deal. So I made an insurance claim on that and not on the accident that happened at the beginning of the day. So twice in one day. So already dealing with a deficit after having to get vehicles repaired and everything, which I found out that, uh, it really didn't help me at all anyway because uh, because it's a lease, so I'm fucked. You know, I'm pretty much buying that car at this point because <laughs> they're going to charge me ten grand just because it was in an accident, no matter what. Um, so yeah, so I get to keep uh, that car. At least it's nice. Uh, I like that car, but uh, wasn't really planning on keeping it more than four years. So yeah, so trying to do something, trying to find a motorhome, trying to find the next uh, 
transitional thing. Boom. Two accidents, setback. Um, all in all, for what my part was, was about five grand. That set me back five fucking thousand dollars right there. And then, uh, and then of course, trying to work on the motorhome. Mother fucking breaks her arm, gets cancer. <laughs> um, I got to tell you, though, if we get finished with this motorhome, it's going to be badass, dude. I mean, it's got a ridiculously good roof on it now that me and Mark, my father, put on. Beautiful roof. Uh, the inside is coming together. You know, all new fixtures, plugs, you know, I got a whole new electrical service in it and all that sort of thing. But, uh, but yeah, if I can ever get it finished, it's going to be pretty, pretty fucking dope. New, new kitchen, new, you know, flooring, blah, blah, blah. You name it. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty dope. But, um, but yeah, trying, trying to work on the motorhome, that tragedy befalls. Um, we moved back here. We had planned to go ahead and get the motor home straightened up and live in it after like a, you know, a month or two, but, uh, we moved here and that was like the holidays. And because you're back in town, all of my family, all of her family live here in central Florida. So uh everyone's asking you to do things holidays are there um i had a pretty bad bout of uh depression over the whole fucking thing uh which was kind of arresting uh, arresting like arrested so, um, so yeah, I didn't want to fucking touch the thing. I didn't want to look at the thing. I was just so at that point, you ever, and I, you've got to have been at that point before anyone who's an adult has been there. It just seems that every time I get to that place, it's <laughs> every time I, I am, I am in that situation, it just seems darker and darker <laughs> each time. I mean, we make it through and slowly my face changes from, you know, like I've been in the fucking war or something. Your eyes change. You know, your your attitude towards things change in one way. You're you're more grateful and you're and you're more excited when you come out of it. But you also are more distrusting um of good things. <laughs> skeptical and uh and yeah i don't know just trying to be real with you guys you know it seems that it seems that when i'm when i'm trying to be real that's when uh i feel the best about the show but since no one's written in or told me anything about uh what they care about at all i uh i'm just left with uh with just doing what i can do so yeah so um uh, accidents motorhome major renovation trying to get that done 
mom's cancer, broken arm, moved back to Florida, living with parents, finally get jobs. You know, all that's a huge step back. And now we're trying to start to think, you know, we've been here two months, almost two months longer now than our uh, anticipated goal. Uh, and we're, you know, we're rounding it out. You know, things are starting to change. But, um, but yeah, so there's not a solid plan yet of what comes next. Uh, we haven't really even had a moment to sit down and, and, uh, and really try and write something down on paper or anything like that. It's coming soon. I hope I'm going to definitely be trying to force the issue here but uh but just thinking about moving again and and all the money you know what still has to be done and and all these things is just you know it, it drags you down sometimes especially when uh when you're um when you're just exhausted from, from working and baby and all this other thing. And, and I know, you know, it's not anything new. It's not like I've got it worse than anyone else. I mean, y'all probably got it worse than me, but it's different. I feel like it would be different if I had, you know, both me and my wife were five or 10 years into some sort of careers and had money, uh, and weren't adventurous and just stayed home all the time and, and, uh, and had kids and it was just the normal deal. I, I feel like that wouldn't be as high stakes. <laughs> it wouldn't be as, uh, as difficult and as, um, as listless as I feel right now. <laughs> just being real man you know uh i know it's not gonna be forever there will be more things we will move on we will uh we will make it somewhere <laughs> things will happen it just um you start to look at um what all it, what all it's gonna take and 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 every day it just seems like more and more things pile onto that list. Uh, especially when you just can't get, you know, you're just stuck. You're just stuck somewhere. And it's not about money. It's not about, uh, you know, safety or security or family or anything else. Other than it just, you got to wait till the pieces line up, you know. And it just takes uh, it just takes so long. You try and move pieces, but you have very little time or effort or uh, um, you know resources that you can put into pushing a piece. You know, and you got not just one piece, but you're pushing you know five or six different pieces at once, trying to you know move the whole game along. And, um, and that's what I'm talking about. It just seems that, that, um, if I wait till something happens, you know, if I just wait, 
then a piece will move. Usually, though, it's not in a direction that you want to or are trying to go. Not that that is necessarily a bad thing, but sometimes it can be a bad thing and you get further and further from where you want to be and what you want to do. And, um, and then, you know, you start to get regrets and, and, and hollowed out, you know, that, that way right now I'm being hollowed out by, you know, trying not to regret everything, you know, trying to do things that don't foster regret <laughs> basically be where you want to be, do what you want to do, you know, those type of things. But um, I guess it's everybody's goal. I don't know. It's mine. No one else No one else has written in, so I don't know if that's uh, your experience as well. You're welcome to, to tell me all about your woes, about your trials and tribulations, your... Uh, necessary troubles I don't know I'm just rambling on guys I um how many minutes in are we here wow 45 minutes hasn't seemed like a hasn't seemed like I said like fucking three things and it's 45 minutes see what I mean you know by time by time I get done talking here like it's light outside right now still but by the time I get done talking here, I'm going to walk inside. And somewhere between me walking inside from the garage, it'll be like 1.30 a.m. <laughs> and I'll be like, damn it. You know? I just uh, I just want to publish something for you guys to listen to. I know that this is a real uh, kind of downer bummer thing. But, hey, I don't care. I really don't care. You know, I try to make a show. I try to make a something something actually interesting and fucked. So stay with the things that are boring that no one cares about. <clears throat> Talk about your troubles. Complain. I'm really trying to hit the list of like all the things that they're like, don't drag this shit on the air. What else? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry that there's not a better and more timely show. But in lieu of not ha- not having anything, this is what uh, this is what I can get done right now for you. So uh, yeah, let me know what you thought of the episode. <laughs> That's uh, that's gonna, I guess, do it for today. Maybe one day I'll have a show. One day I'll have anything cohesive to do or talk about. But for now, I got absolutely nothing going on. <laughs> it's your boy Rich. Signing off. Bye. Next time on Absolutely Nothing Going On. Whoa, just Mm. farted. And it smells like incest. Incest. Incense. (laughs) (laughs) Incestuous fort. It's my new band name.
incestuous, 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 incestuous fart. fart. Oh, I couldn't say that if I was. Hey, we're incestuous. Ah, fuck. We're incestuous. Ah, fuck. We're incestuous. Fuck. Why does se- why does car analogies are always in sex? You know, like they say, oh yeah, you know, you wouldn't buy a car without test driving at first. Like I've heard that said so many fucking times, yeah. so cliche. Or oh, she has a lot. If of miles you've ever on said her. that, if you're if you out there, I'm talking to the to the listener. If you've ever said that, just go ahead and unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs>